This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic, and you're listening to another episode here on the Mindful Experiment. Excited to have you guys here as uh, this love sharing interviews that we have and so much more. And this one was uh, definitely one that you'll enjoy. This is somebody who I really gelled with. You've heard my message many times on the Mindful Experiment and what I talk about. If you're coaching clients, you've heard me talk about these concepts and so much more. And Jason does just that. He just, he may say the words differently. He may do, he does it in his own unique way, which is awesome in its own self. And so exciting to just share that with you guys. And uh, what a great interview. So before I get into that, Jason is the husband, father of four boys, entrepreneur, author, speaker, and performance coach based in Austin, Texas. With over 10,000 hours of coaching sessions delivered in his career, Jason has an uncanny ability to rewire the mindsets of those he works with to achieve unprecedented results. Jason's ever-expanding understanding of the power of mindset continues to push his clients to unlock their future potent, full potential and experience extraordinary growth in all areas of their life. So without any further ado, I don't want to take any more time away. Here is my great interview with Jason Dries. Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you, Vic. Excited to connect today. I'm so excited to have you on and just to break down, talk everything about doing the impossible mindset and so much more. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. So listeners, get ready. But before we get into the, those things, Jason, can you tell us a little about your story and how you got into what you're doing today? 
Yeah. So um, dropped out of college. <laughs> was, thought I was supposed to be an engineer because I was good in math, but that was that's kind of funny thinking back me being an engineer. Um, I was in sales, technology sales for about 15 years. And then I started my first company, which manufactured and designed race car driver cooling suits which is kind of a fun thing to do. Um, and along the way, I hired uh, a Tony Robbins coach to help me be more effective in running that business. And then along the way in that process that my coach asked me one day in 2012, have you ever thought about becoming a coach? And when he asked me that question, it was like being struck by lightning. Like it was the first time in my life that um, I was ever really excited to learn something. I was always really good at most things without much effort, but it was really the first time that I was super excited to learn something. So I decided I was going to become a coach. And over the past nine years, I've become a professional coach. I've done probably 15,000 hours of coaching. Um, I now own a coaching company. I've got 15 coaches on my team. I grew my business 10x two years ago, grew it 3x last year. And I'm just having a blast shaping life around me, you know? I love that. I love, I love the aspect of all that. What is one thing that, um, I know there's probably a ton of things that you enjoy about coaching. What's one thing you enjoy the most? You know, it's, it's, it's really the thing about coaching, which is, you know, everybody thinks like the impact of coaching is great, you know, and I love when I make an impact and I change somebody's life, but the, the greatest joy I have in coaching is operating in mastery. And so I know I'm supposed to be coaching. Cause when I talk about coaching, when I talk about coaching stuff, I get full of energy. I get new ideas and new thoughts and just operating in that level just is so fulfilling. to me. I love that. And I can relate hundred percent. That's why I wanted to ask you that question because that's what happened. You know, that was one thing I noticed about my transition where uh, getting into more business mindset type coaching and whatnot. And it was that, 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 that excitement that comes when I was talking to clients or presenting a topic that I'm like, Oh, this is great to share. And it'll be awesome. And I was just like, I have a lot of passion when I do as a chiropractor, but I was like, there's just that other side. I was like, wow, I didn't realize how much I would actually enjoy that as much as, uh, until I stepped into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's surprising. Cause once you kind of get, uh, when you, if, if the spark for coaching goes off, it's addicting because it's such a fulfilling and fun and, and it's also puts you on your own journey of growth and expansion too, because anytime you're coaching someone else, you're also coaching yourself. So it's like the best field by far. Right. I couldn't agree more with that on the whole coaching. <laughs> Every time yeah. I'm coaching, I'm like, yeah, need to hear that. I told them that. And I'm like, yeah, I need to hear that today too. Okay, let me get to work. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some things then through your 15 plus thousand hours of coaching that you've done and so forth, you know, what are some of the things that, you know, hold people back from not allowing them to, you know, achieve that level or um, I don't want to say it, phrase it that way. How do people, how can people create, the impossible. Let's go there first. And that's a loaded question. I, yeah. I think that'll still be a good start to dive in and we'll pick it, pick it as we go. What I've found in my experience and in myself is that people just aren't aiming high enough. They're just not aiming high enough. And a simple way to describe that is, is in the next moment, anything can happen. You know, But what I've found is that 98% of the population, what they're going to do next is a 1% to 3% variance on what they just did. So most people end up doing the same things over and over and over again. And the biggest limiting factor is your brain. Love that. And so when, what creates the limitations in the mind? Because if we want to think about the mind and the, and the mind is a computer and it's, it's cataloging 
every experience that it has. It's cataloging every bit of external information it deemed relevant at the time. And it creates this perspective, which is a simple way to call mindset, right? It's a perspective. It's a point of view. And we, as we move forward, our brain is literally comparing every forward step to the past. And while our past may have been successful, may have not been successful, we can do anything in the next moment. And what actually starts to happen is instead of operating in a perspective where anything can happen, we start operating in limited perspectives and get smaller and smaller results. Now, just because it's winning the lotto um, is not you know, likely doesn't mean it's not impossible, right? I like that. And so how do we then, or how do you then um, end up with, you know, helping people to that level where getting them out of that process, because I know I've done that before many times and I I even have clients who've done that. And it's one of those things where we get so fixated on, uh, we're not getting that result. We're not getting that result. And then we're going, we're, we're, we're all our energy is going to lack or scarcity. uh, And we may realize it or don't. Um, How do we, how do we flip that around? Well, that's great, right? Because what if you ask me what I really do, you know, and I've got clients who've who've made multiple went from went from earning you know six figures to eight figures in one year, right? Um, and so, you, so people will think I help people create success, but I don't actually. Um, success is the natural state of a human being. All I help them do is remove their resistance to it, their resistance to financial success, their resistance to. Um, you know, maybe their self-worth isn't there or they have rules from their past. So basically as we're moving forward, we are pulled to greatness because we're literally born to be great, but we're also wired for, for with the survival mechanism. So there's that conflict going on. And what ends up happening is as we start growing and expanding and we start to aim bigger and bigger, we start to have these emotions like doubt or fear or uncertainty. And we end up thinking that the doubt and the fear and the uncertainty is the problem or the reason why you're not successful or a person successful. But doubt, fear, and, un- and uncertainty are not the problems. Those are simply the symptoms of growth and expansion, right? So we end up thinking the symptoms of growth are actually the, the thing that's blocking us when really, if you just keep moving through, you move through those. I love that. So it, it, it's it's one of those things like then... Is it like a rite of passage that that's what we individuals have to go through to get to the other side in a sense then? Well, absolutely. Everybody, everybody is on their own unique journey and everybody has their own flavor. Some people struggle with money. Some people struggle with their bodies. Some people struggle with their relationships. And we all have phases of our life where we have those struggles. Um, but really, and what I'm seeing in the world right now, you know, we're at a time of radical change in the world. And what I'm actually seeing is like, everybody waking up out of their conditioning and doing what they can to follow their own unique path in life. And if I look at all the success I've created and the financial rewards I've achieved and how I run my business, it's completely unorthodox because that's how I want to do it. And the more I follow my unique path, the more magic shows up. See, and you bring up a point that I talk a lot about, and I love to pick your brain more on this, is that you know, there's a lot of times we're told how we should do things or what we should do or cookie cutter type models. Um, and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with those. I, I don't, I don't want to seem like I'm bashing them because I'm not, but there's also what you brought up, which I think is a huge uh, component to where you just said it's, it may be unorthodox, but this is how I do things the way I want to do them. Yeah. And yeah. the more you're, and I, I've shared this on the podcast, I share this with a lot where the more you're authentic with yourself, 
the easier it is to grow and expand. Do you mind like tapping in and breaking that down a little bit of why that works in, in that way? For well, we, we, the, we're, we're bombarded with conditioning, right? We're bombarded. And whether it's conditioning about education or thinking that hard work creates success or uh, masks are safe or not, not safe, right? It's we're con- there's conditioning everywhere. So we have two sources of information within us. We have thinking, which is your brain. And again, it's a computer that's compiling all the information moving forward. And what most people don't realize is that your success formula you used five years ago is actually your biggest limiting factor moving forward because it restricts your thinking, restricts your possibility. So we actually have two sources, right? So thinking is where most people get stuck. We also have knowing, right? There's a gut instinct that's desire. So we have this constant battle going of what we think we should do and what we really want to do. And if, and the the perspective, the idea I like to think about is there 7.9 ish billion people on this planet. Do you really think we're all here to be clones of each other? Or do you think we're here to be a unique expression of ourselves? Like what's really going to make the big difference in the planet, right? I love that. Yeah. And it's, and it's one of those things where, uh, I can go out on a lot of rabbit holes with that, but I'll, I'll stay, I'll stay to some of these points now. Cause it's one of the things I think about all the time where it's like, and this is why one of my passions became to be a coach was I just saw how business was going. I saw how self-help was going. I saw how personal development was going. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, they're not teaching principles that are creating more uniqueness in some way, shape or form. I'm not saying they all do this. I'm just saying from what I was exposed to. And I was like, there's got to be, this is not the way we're designed to be. And you just said it so elegantly where it's like, yeah, 7.9 billion people. I think we should be clones. Um, The world and no one, imagine if Bill Gates and Elon Musk were just, they just ended up being clones of other people instead of going out their own way. Will we have what we have today then? Absolutely not. Right. And, And that's the big struggle for everybody is that we have these desires and, and our mind is constantly contradicting it um, because we have a guidance system, right? A guidance system. Our guidance system is our emotions, right? Oh, we're supposed to follow those, right? And, and what ends up happening is we kind of um, end up forcing misaligned action because we think hard work creates success, but hard work doesn't create success. Alignment with success creates success. Hard work increases your chances of getting into alignment with success. So there's this battle about, you know, my emotions or don't, don't be too emotional because we're literally conditioned in our culture that emotions are bad. I love it. So is there then, is there anything that's impossible? I don't think so. Right. Like I believe in, maybe there's some things of the laws of physics that we get into, you know, but, but here's the idea that I, the the premise of all of this, right. Is that let's explore an idea for a second, right? So your body and my body, remember from seventh grade science, we're made of atoms and atoms. Do you remember what percentage of an atom is solid? Uh, Less than 1%. Yes. It's like 0.001%, right? So our bodies are literally 99.9999% free space. And when I heard that in seventh grade, I was like, what? This desk feels hard. So how is that possible? But the point is, our bodies are pure energy, right? And we also know that there's times when life goes great and we get deal after deal in business. And there's other times where we get failure after failure. So it's almost like life is responds to us but sometimes it responds great and other times it doesn't respond great. So let's explore this idea a little bit further. So 
let's just imagine who or what created everything that is. Would it make sense that they gave this energetic being a way to interact with this energetic adaptive reality? Like, does that make sense? 100% for me. Yeah, it does too. So then it comes into play like I've had experiences where I have terrible thoughts and I have experiences where I have amazing thoughts. So my thoughts change. Would that make sense that the brain, the thoughts that my brain generate are different based on the frequency of the energy of me? 100%. So my massive breakthrough has happened a couple of years ago and I can share the story, but I started to understand there's a level above mindset and mindset is actually the byproduct of the frequency of you. So, and our emotions, our guidance system, our emotions help you determine how aligned you are with your target. So when I started shifting my coaching from, Hey, what type of man are you going to be? If you don't take that action, right. (laughs) That type of coaching to get into alignment with it. When I shoot from, from forcing action to aligning my results and everyone else just started to explode. Yeah. That's pretty much my, my experience too. You mind sharing a little bit of your story of that though, how you got to that? Yeah, it was because I was a Tony Robbins coach, right? And we would focus on mindset and mindset creates your action, right? And so we would take action. You want to be successful, you work hard, but what if the action's not working? You you could try to, a new thought or you can copy your mentor or something. Um, so typically you'd be focusing on mindset and action consistently, but changing mindset is difficult because mindset is comprised of so many different beliefs around a, a particular subject. And what I've discovered is that the level above that automatically creates alignment or misalignment. And when it occurred was in 2020. So in 2019, my business, Jason Dries Coaching was Jason Dries, $100,000 in revenue. In 2020, Jason Dries Coaching did a million dollars in revenue. And that 700 of that happened in Q4. So in Q4, and like it was like September, August, I went from having 65 personal clients to I had more clients that I could handle. So I started hiring coaches. I started hiring an ops manager, put in a coaching platform. At the same time, I launched my group coaching program, which was three hour calls a week. And it just exploded. And I was in complete and total overwhelm every single day, every single day. And that's when I was sitting there, I had this breakthrough. I was sitting there going, how am I going to manage all this? Like, it's going so amazing. I don't want to mess it up, but it's also so much I can't even manage it. And then I had this idea. I had this thought. I'm like, well, two months ago, I was in control of everything. But if I looked at two months ago from a 10-year-ago Jason, the 10-year-ago Jason would have been completely overwhelmed two months ago, right? So that told me that there was a version of me in the future that would have the strong enough aligned mindset to be in fully control where I was in overwhelm now. And that's where I figured out frame shifting. So I just imagined that version of me in the future that would be that like, if we grabbed that version of me from the future and dropped me into today, he'd look at everything and go, got it dialed in. And when I did that and I held my awareness on that frame for like 20 seconds, I felt lighter, all the stress went away and I started thinking new thoughts. And that is the foundation of the frame shifting process that I discovered. I love that. And it's, it's one of those things too. Would you say it was like, also like the letting go of fear of like success, because it's like, you were like the overwhelm that you had that worry. And then once you let that go, like the old Jason said, I'm letting this all go. Here's the future me. Then I'm solid. I can handle this. No worries. And so forth. Well, it was, it wasn't a necessarily letting go of that fear. It was shifting to a frequency where it didn't exist. Gotcha. Yeah. So you just raised your vibe. In other words, where then, then, then it could not exist at all in that existence. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because, yeah. So, so that fear is simply an indicator of misalignment and not a problem. Love that. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's where, it, you know, a lot of people I think, and I think there's a shift in what you're doing and what you went through, what you're sharing. I think that's a shift of what we're starting to slowly see as like getting out of that doing this all the time. And especially when you think in business, it's like, you just got to keep doing, just got to do this. And instead it's more of like, well, hold on, let me get back to the being. And you're, I love how you're bringing up emotions. I love how you're letting know emotions are telling you where you are. If you're in flow, out of flow, alignment, not alignment. Um, Totally done. I'm with that. So then when it comes to like aiming for those like impossible goals, um, I know nothing's impossible. Um, you know, is there, why is it so important to go like I, in my coaching program, I always have a one year crazy, mm-hmm. absurd way out there goal. And, and my clients go so low on that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I want it to be what you think is impossible right now because of where you are. You're like, yeah, there's just, I can't see it, but you're going to put it out there and you're going to strive for it regardless. Um, is it one of those things where, you know, why is that so important to do? Because it, it gets you into intuitive guidance, right? Versus mental conditioning. So, so when I ask the goal setting question and I figure, and I know that question you're asking, what's impossible. Um, and it's hard to get an answer out of a client that way. I have found a way to ask that question and get an answer out. And I'll share that with you. So when I do goal setting, I typically do goal setting by saying, Hey, what do you want? Right now? What do you want? Everybody asks what they want. So that's always the first question. The, the only problem with what do you want is what do you want is a question that's based on past reference. Your brain will give you an answer based on past reference. So the second question is what is possible? If you ask yourself or a client what is possible, they will now give you an answer that's based on external reference. And they've seen other people do. That is, of course, unless they're beyond external reference, but most people aren't. Um, And the third question that I ask is what what would be impossible to do this year, but would be a lot of fun anyway? And when you ask that question, People kind of stop, they pause, and they say something that they believe is totally ridiculous, and then they light up like a Christmas tree because the, what is impossible but would be a lot of fun is an internal, intuitive gut instinct answer. And that's why we clients start to explode because they're starting to follow their intuitive guidance on their own unique path. And we also need to look at where you're setting goals because you can set goals in the known, and you can also set goals in the unknown, Right. Goals in the known is basically you already know how to do this. I did 100 last year. I'm going to do 110. A goal in the unknown is going to a million. You have no clue how to do it. So it's really when you start to do aim at impossible targets, you're aiming in the unknown. So you become more open and you start to follow your intuitive guidance. And then life starts to align with you start to align with life. And that's where magic starts to show up. I love that. How do you help then individuals where it comes to bridge the mind gap where you kind of brought that up right at the end where it's like you have this, you know, I, I know 100 to 110, but yeah. 100 to a million, that's a huge mental gap. And and sometimes the mind, when you go too far, it shuts down. So how to how do you bridge that gap? Well, you need to give them a little bit more input on how do you actually generate action items, right? So it's like, okay, well, yeah, I'd love to do this a million, but I don't know what to do. So if you're setting goals in the known, you can set them from the future backwards. Like you could set a 24-month goal and break it down monthly if you know how to do that. But when you're in the unknown, you can't set goals that way because you're only getting the goal one step at a time. So it's really, what's the number one thing you can do in the next four days to make impact on that impossible goal? So that's, so when you start to give them that perspective that 
in, intuitive goals are giving you one step at a time, they'll start to follow that. And it's really, you want to start to follow the excitement around action and follow your emotions. And that's where you start taking one step and one step and one step. Love it. Yep. I totally agree on that hundred um, percent. Then, you know, one of the things when it comes to a lot of times people look at money, I always like to, you know, if I love to have that conversation just because it's a, it's a conversation that people, people are always striving more. You look at business. That's what is the main thing we talk about. Um, yeah. And and I know in chiropractic, it's the same thing there. Um, no different from entrepreneurs and so forth. So how do we create this unlimited potential or, you know, um, I don't know if I say maybe mindset, but just how to create this unlimited financial, I'll go with mindset for now, uh, a limited financial mindset to create to not, you can just constantly continue to grow without limits. You simply move any, remove any resistance to it. How do we then, um, <laughs> I love it. I, I'm hundred percent with you on that. Yeah. Um, how do, how, for the listeners though, how can they pick up on that resistance? Well, it's, it's very simple, right? So let me, let me, let me describe a simple diagram for you. Okay. So imagine on a piece of paper, you draw a circle. That's like an inch in diameter and you call that circle action. Okay. And, and, and action are what we take to get things. And we know there's always action involved. Now, we, then that you, we do is draw a circle around that called mindset. So the mindset circle within it has a circle called action. And so we've got two circles, mindset action. And now we draw another circle that includes both of those circles. And I actually call that frame. Now, I believe it's your financial frequency. I believe it's the frequency of you as a being, but I call it frame because it's easier to, to comprehend with the mind. So it basically goes frame is the big circle. The middle, middle circle is mindset and the smaller circle is action. One thing we want to start to understand is we want to start to shift the frames that people are operating from. Now, this conversation I'm having with you right now is a frame shift because I'm giving you an idea on how to approach success that's differently. So it's starting to create a new frame because your entire perception of reality is based on frames. So the way you start to implement this is to start to remove the resistance to this being true. Because as a human being, we have infinite potential. There's nothing we can't do. We live in an attraction-based universe. So if you align yourself at the frame level, it will absolutely unhappen. The simplest, fastest way to do this is to simply imagine yourself with that result or knowing how to do it and put your attention on that for a minute. Like it, it literally, that's all it takes to start shifting frequency. And here's a really simple example. You and me and everybody else are human beings. And we have times where we hear a song on the radio. We remember something we did 20 years ago and we feel bad about it, right? That's a reverse frame shift that happens all the time. What, what I'm showing people how to do is to go to a frequency they have not been to yet that aligns with what they want. Do you also add in emotions to it or do you just go based on the, the feeling mm -hmm. to when you start to feel lighter and so forth? It's simply, it's actually more simple than that. You just sense the presence of the frame. Like, can you Vic get a sense of a version of you in the future who understands what I'm talking about at a greater level than you do right now? Absolutely. Okay. And, and when I say get a sense, it's almost like, you know, when you're at a stoplight and um, you're looking straight ahead and you know, the person to the right is looking at you, right? <laughs> we're not, we're not using one of our five senses for that. Right. <laughs> Yep. I hear so, you. Yep. Yep. So let me, so let, one more. So, so can you get a sense of a version of you who has used frame shifting in the future and hit a great result? Yeah. Okay. That version of you, you just sensed, where is it in relation to you? Front of you, left, right, up, down, back. It's inside me. It's inside you. 
Yeah. Okay. So put your attention on that. So can like, just hold your attention on it. Got it. And you literally just hold that for anywhere from 20 seconds to a minute. And you start to shift frequencies just like that. Love it. Yeah. I can, uh, it, it's such a simple tool to use, but it's monumental. It is absolutely because what happens is 20 seconds starts the process a minute and locks it in. Like you literally, if you do that process um, and you hold it, you'll feel different at 20 seconds and at about a minute 10. And what happens is you start thinking different thoughts. So let's say you, you wanted to come up with a brand new idea for a book when you were stuck. You could literally imagine yourself who had written an amazing book and do that exercise for one minute and one hour later, do that exercise again for a minute and repeat that one more time. And within like three or four hours, you'll have the idea just like that. Yeah. I and mean, this is stuff that I, you know, it's all again, coming back down to frequency and energy or, or yeah. frames. And it's, it's, it's where you're, you're accessing that potential out of the people that, you know, if you can just get them to that place, what they seek will come out. Yeah. I, I use this process to write my book. Like I was writing and my writing partner was like, okay, you need to fill this section. And I'm staring at the page. Not, it's like crickets in my head. So I literally imagined a version of me who just wrote an amazing chapter. And I sat there for a minute or two and all of a sudden the words started flowing. It's funny you bring that up because um, this is what I use to write books. Some people ask me when I wrote my first one, they're like friends of mine. They're like, how did you write this book? You know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, there's not really much. I, I, I'm not going to give you this elaborate outline or I, I'm not, I'm not that person. I, I just didn't do it that way. They're like, how'd you do it? I'm like, I get into a space of just having this feeling. I get into a mental space, a feeling space. And all of a sudden I just get this feel and then it just comes. And next thing you know, uh, an hour and a half, two hours later, I have a chapter done. And I'm like, literally, that's all I do. And they're like, no, they can't be it. Come on. There's, there's so many people out there tell you have to do it. I'm like, I don't care what other people do. I'm just telling you what works for me. I don't, I don't, I'm like, I, I, you know, I have some people, some clients like, can you teach me how to write a book? I'm like, I'm not the person I can teach you how to feel the book, but I can't tell you how to write it. Have you ever looked at some of the stuff you've written and you're wondering where it came from? <laughs> oh yeah. All the time. I mean, I'm, I'm writing a book right now and I look back at it and I'll be like, I don't know how this is. And I might have some people reading it and they're like, Oh my goodness. I'm like, I don't know. And I read back. I'm like, where did this come from? Why did I go that route? Why, why did this happen? I'm like, I'm amazed that it's flowing, but it is what it is. Yeah. It makes me wonder like, cause I'm, it's not like I sat there and mapped out for three weeks, how to write this paragraph. It literally just came to my brain. So I'm like, it's almost like we're dialing into that flow of information and, and, and your specialty is dialing into the mindfulness and present. And my specialty is about frame shifting. Right. So, but that's cause we followed our unique path. Right. Totally. And that's where, that's why I love what you're sharing about, because this is the essence of what, um, where greatness I think comes from in all general. I mean, you look at all the greats and, and if you listen to their stories, it's not like they mapped out something for a long period of time. They just had a feeling that they went with and they kept doing it and doing it. And all of a sudden it became what it is today. Yeah, it is. And and the other thing about doing these big targets and, and you know, I think the reason the reason the rewards are so big for doing the impossible is because it causes the most, the most growth in you personally. Yeah. And the thing is, if you don't stretch yourself, you're never going to grow anyhow. And, and I like, I always, I like with my, myself in general, I always like to do things where I'll go for crazy goals and I'm always like, listen, I'm going to go for the stars. And if I don't hit the stars, if I still land on the moon, I still did something outside this world that I thought I would do. So I think that's still a plus. Yeah. 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 Like, like you're already working 40, 60 hours a week. You may as well aim at something that inspires you. 
So true in so many ways. Um, one of the things I, I've written a book on this about obstacles, and I love to pick your brain on this. Well, it's more about the darkness of life, but that's obstacles, challenges, things that we face. Um, yeah. What are, you know, how do obstacles really help us to, how do you see obstacles, obstacles in life? How do, what are they and what do they really mean for us? Well, I, I think obstacles are, are, are part of the process, right? You know, I've, I, I kind of think about the purpose of life is to live it. And, and I think each one of us is our own unique journey to greatness. And each of us has our own unique perspective that we grow through. And, and some obstacles are to create growth in you. Some failures are to create growth in you. Like the foundation of frame shifting the, I, is, is, a, is a belief change process I discovered in 2014 that I created because I was being sued from, my, from the investors in my first company. I was in a lawsuit. And I was being, and I was broken. I was being sued by wealthy people and it sucked. And I was like having panic attacks every time I got an email from my attorney. And in that, my process of getting into a balance, I discovered the belief change process, which is the foundation of what I do today. And so, so there's obstacles that are designed to transform you. And there's also obstacles that are designed to tell you to go a different route. Right. So it's, and, and it's, and it's up to each one of us to determine which of those it is. That's what I was going to ask you next, because I was going to say, well, how do you know the difference between the two? Or is it, do you create the, the, the perspective of what this is going to be, do for you or be for you? And then that becomes your reality? Well, that's a great question, right? It's what I would say is like, you know, you know, are you supposed to go through this or are you chasing somebody else's dream and you think it goes through here? Like that. I mean, and that's something that people will be like, oh, how do you know though? Cause like, I'm thinking about back in like Victor today, totally mm -hmm. I'm with you on that. I'm like, yeah, it's all about a knowing you just know. And it just happens. But like, let's go back to like my teenage years where it's like, how do you know this person is someone you want to date or how does this person you want to you know, love and what we thought love was back then. Yeah. And it's like, some people say, you'll just know, how do you know? What does that mean? Is it, a, what, what, what is it? You know? And so you fight. And I always say the resistance, you're resisting to just let it flow and know, and that, and that one element can happen in every aspect of your life. Yes. And it's, and it's a journey. Right. And so I also like to think of the, it's almost like we're climbing a mountain, right. And you're climbing your own mountain. I'm climbing my mountain and, and my mountain, you know, no one knows what it's like to climb my mountain, but me, but I have a guidance system that's guiding. And while I want to see the path to the top, I can't cause it winds around the side of the mountain. And the next part of the mountain sucks because it's like metal steps that are like iced over and no handrail. Right. So you have to go real slow but you can see the promised land in the next section past that, right? So, so we're all going our, our own journey. And the more we dive into our journey and the more we pay attention to what life is telling us, the better input and we're able to figure out what our knowing is. Amen to that, brother. I love it. Um, one, one question, one, one, well, one of our last questions I'll have is um, we talked about alignment and we talked about these massive goals to go after. And how do, we, how do, we, how do you get, create alignment to make things happen. Cause I, I truly believe if, you, if you're in alignment, things happen just faster because it's all really about that. So how can you help, uh, help an individual to get into a state of alignment to the goals or the, the things that they want to create? Great question. Right. And, 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 and the, the way, I, the reason I think alignment works is because your frame is what talks to life, right? Life responds to the frequency and that's, that's how you start making it happen. Now, Putting aside the visualization and frame shifting tools, the simplest, fastest way to get into alignment is with a decision, actually. So I am 
going to hit an impossible target because I'm not going to stop until I do. That's a frame shift too. One of the two most powerful words in the world. I am. Yes. And it's just, so it's just choosing that. I mean, there's other tools you mentioned, visualization and things like that, but it's just really just making that choice to say, I am, and this is what I'm going to achieve no matter what. Um, that's your declaration. It's like burning your boats kind of a thought process. Well, you're, you're removing all other options, right? Um, what I've found is that non-specific impossible goals are better than specific impossible goals. So if you're going to say, I'm going to make a million dollars and I'm going to buy houses that are all blue, you're going to have a harder time. Right. And, and so when you put specifics in there and timeframes, I find it, 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 it disconnects us from the process because usually life unfolds differently than we think it will. So it's like, yes, I'm going to generate seven figures. I don't know how I believe it's option A and I'm going to take direct action towards option A. But if I see an option B pop up, that's better. I'm going to shift. So that's what I found. Specific, non-specifics are much better for aligning. I couldn't agree with you more because I think sometimes too, we just get so fine-tuned and we're dialing it in mm-hmm. and we're interfering with the process thinking that we know better. Cause what mm-hmm. if let's say universe guy, whatever you say, I want to have, uh, I want to make a million dollars. Okay. But what if the universe says you're capable of what you're doing right now to make, you know, four or 5 million, but since you said a million uh, now we're going to, you know, that, that you're limiting yourself in many ways. That's, that is a hundred percent true. Right. Um, because we can also do, do things like sense, which frame is running right? You can sense the frame that's running. And usually people are aiming lower than they think. Because if you're supposed to make 10 million and you aim at one, nothing's going to work. So true in so many ways. I love it. Uh, you know, Jason, I can talk to you all day on these things. <laughs> we, we're really gelling here in so many different ways. Um, but real quick, before mm-hmm. we do, how can people find you, get access to your, uh, your, your book and all these things? Yeah. You know, Jason Drees Coaching is my website where you can find information. Instagram is where if you want more of my content, I put a ton of free content on Instagram, so you can get small bite-sized pieces there. Um, and the book is available today at, the book is called Do the Impossible. It's available at Bigger Pockets. If you buy it from Bigger Pockets, the publisher, you actually get some bonus content. Um, it will be available on Amazon and everyone else and bookshelves middle of May. Awesome. And for everybody listening, I will have all that good stuff in the show notes. Um, Jason, this was a blast. I appreciated uh, chatting with you. Uh, very, uh, very on the same wavelength with many different things, which is kind of cool. Uh, so I appreciate all the work you do and, and, and so forth. Thanks a lot, Vic. It was great to talk today. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. Until next time, keep rocking and rolling.